0: The Steelers are hoping Ben Roethlisberger can beat both COVID and the Chargers. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things, Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. So, are you missing Big Ben yet? Hey, Mason Rudolph's play was dreary and miserable as the Pittsburgh weather against those lowly Lions on Sunday. The quarterback once heralded by the Steelers' brass as possessing first-round talent and air apparent potential has proven to be a below-average NFL backup at best. This leaves the 2021 Steelers exactly where they were entering the season, namely hoping against hope that 39-year-old Ben Roethlisberger can rally for one last rodeo. In this case... Big Ben is now battling COVID-19. If he can whip the virus this week, he'll earn the right to go up against the Chargers in Los Angeles Sunday night. That will be Ben's reward. The Steelers' punishment would be another start by mediocre Mason, who didn't have enough to break a terrible 16-16 tie against the previously losing Lions. The West Coast trip commences a brutal stretch for the Steelers. It comes as COVID is silent not just Big Ben, but also safety Minka Fitzpatrick in quarantine protocols. Who knows who's next? But at least the virus doesn't pick sides. Chargers defender Joey Bosa is also in COVID quarantine. But it's not just the virus stinging your Steelers. A wave of injuries has swept the team. Its wide receiver ranks have been thinned, and most notable, notably, superstar linebacker T.J. Watt is questionable for the contest. This is not good for a defense that is having trouble tackling. Despite all this, the 5-3-1 and one Steelers are still in the thick of things in a wide-open AFC. As slow and as limited and as weak-armed at times... Uh, that Roethlisberger has been, he's by far the best answer the Steelers have on offense. And this is by design. The Steelers decided to forego any succession plans at quarterback going into the season. They would ride with Roethlisberger one more time. And here they are, still in the saddle for a playoff run. Say what you will about Big Ben's many deficiencies... He's a hell of a lot better than Mason Rudolph. He still gives the Steelers a chance to win. But every week, it seemingly gets tougher. There's COVID and the injuries. that They don't help. And the mileage adding up on that arm of Ben's diminishes his effectiveness by the week. In truth, Ben is a shell of himself. Across the field in Los Angeles, young, strong-armed Justin Herbert will stand as everything Big Ben no longer is. All except for one attribute. Roethlisberger is a winner. One must learn how to become this in the NFL. Herbert and his young Chargers team are still learning. Roethlisberger has the muscle memory of a champion. It's the last thing a great player loses. Ben knows how to win, even if his body can no longer do all that his mind wants it to do. So far this season, he's been able to do just enough. The odds and obstacles keep getting longer. But should Roethlisberger rise up from symptomatic COVID, the Steelers will have a chance. Because in 2021, with Rudolph having again shown us nothing, Ben is all they have. And you can count on this. Roethlisberger will give his team all that he has left. Will it be enough? Only time and the Chargers will tell, but it sure isn't getting any easier for these Steelers. We look at the mounting COVID and injury list in Pittsburgh as the Steelers face the toughest stretch of their schedule. It's all here in this long odds edition of your Steelers update podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my print column First Thing Thursday on Pen Live. It will be packed with plenty of memes bringing this week's Steelers saga to life. Right now, let's get right to it. Woe is the Steelers. Between that COVID list and the injury bug, the team is taking a body blow. So how bad is it? Well, here's Ron Cook writing for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, wondering if this midseason punch will be the one that finally knocks out the 2021 Steelers. Cook writes this, quote, It's possible the Steelers will make the cross-country trip to Los Angeles this week and play Sunday night against the Chargers without Ben Roethlisberger, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden, Chase Claypool, Kevin Dotson, and Trey Turner. That long, frightening list doesn't include Juju Smith-Schuster, Stefan Tuitt, and Tyson Alualua, who definitely will not play. I know all about the next man up, but that is ridiculous. It is Now, it does appear the Steelers got relatively good news about Watt, who went down late in the third quarter after bumping knees with teammate Joe Shobert as he sacked Lions quarterback Jared Goff. That doesn't mean Watt won't miss playing time. Even minor knee injuries often require a week or two to heal. If Watt misses any time, it will be a big loss, considering he is the Steelers' best player and is second in the NFL with 12.5 sacks. But it seems the news could have been so much worse. It appears Hayden has a chance to play this week. Dotson figures to be out as much as a month. Claypool with a toe and Turner with an ankle are to be determined. Then there are the COVID-19 cases, Roethlisberger and Fitzpatrick. We saw what the Steelers' offense looked like against the Lions without Roethlisberger, who tested positive on Saturday. It wasn't pretty. There is a possibility Roethlisberger will be back for the game if he's asymptomatic and has two negative tests 24 hours apart. But who knows about Fitzpatrick, who tested positive Monday. And who knows who else might be out if the virus surges through the Steelers. That bad tie with the Lions did not end the Steelers' chances this year. But my fear is, their injuries and illnesses will. That's Ron Cook laying it out there. It's not pretty. It's a grim outlook for this still-in-the-thick-of-things Steelers team. And if it does come to pass, the way Cook says, the Steelers will fall away and the focus will turn to quarterback succession, a subject the team has avoided up until now. But win or lose, these, these are the waning days of Ben Roethlisberger. There is no escaping that, and the Steelers must begin planning for what and who comes next. So now we turn to Joe Starkey writing for the Post Gazette on how the Steelers have botched this all-important succession thus far. The big mistake was ever thinking third rounder Mason Rudolph was a starter. Starkey writes this quote: "Clearly, the Steelers misevaluated Mason Rudolph. Kevin Colbert said he had him graded as a first round talent, and then the minute he said it, it became clear Rudolph was." going to be groomed as Ben's eventual replacement. Unless you've lost your mind, you cannot think that is a good idea now. The Steelers can tell people behind the scenes they believe in Rudolph. That's nice. The fact of the matter is they chose Duck Hodges over him for big games a few years back, and they chose the declining 39-year-old Ben over him this year, still not deeming Rudolph ready to cash in on that, quote, First round pedigree. On Sunday, we saw we what we have mostly seen from Rudolph: some good, some bad, and precious few trips to the end zone. He threw a bunch of balloon balls on simple outs. He threw high risk passes over the middle. He butchered an easy TD throw. He could have been intercepted five times. James Washington broke up one in the end zone. The Detroit dropped one in overtime, etc. He made some decent throws late. He showed some mobility and toughness. Rudolph also had all day to throw against a terrible team and managed to lead his team to just one touchdown. He is a backup quarterback, unquote. Hey, and that backup may be even a little generous, I have to say. So no wonder all eyes return to Roethlisberger once again. If he can beat COVID, Perhaps he can beat those Chargers. So here's Mark Caboli writing for The Athletic in full appreciation of everything even a beat diminished Ben Roethlisberger still brings to this team. And boy, do we miss him when he isn't on the field. Caboli writes this, quote, Roethlisberger might not be the best quarterback in the league. He might not even be in the top half, but Sunday showed that he gives the Steelers their best chance to win. Do you think the Steelers would have tied the Lions if Roethlisberger had played? There are five or six throws a game that the quarterback has to make to win. Roethlisberger has been able to do that the past month, whether on a key third down or in the winning pass in overtime. Rudolph made some of the same errors as Roethlisberger. Overthrows, inaccurate throws, a a soft throw, wrong reads, All quarterbacks do that. The good ones will be able to punch it in from the five-yard line. The good ones will make the right RPO call at the line. If anything, Sunday showed that the Steelers' only chance of winning is with Roethlisberger at quarterback. And that's taking nothing away from Rudolph. He was put in a difficult position. You could tell early on the Lions weren't too concerned with Rudolph's arm which makes the fact that he threw the ball 50 times even more of a head-scratcher. Early in the game, the Lions were playing press-man coverage with a single high safety. Of course, that put eight men in the box to stop the run, but it also showed the Lions thought Rudolph couldn't make a throw downfield, and he did not. He got one pass interference call on the first drive that led to a touchdown, but other than that, There was nothing. There were no attempts to the middle of the field either. But what does the head coach think? Here's Mike Tomlin making the best of the Mason mess that could continue this week in L.A. if Ben doesn't beat COVID. Here's Tomlin, quote, he did what we expected him to do. He gave us a chance to win. But that's not the first opportunity for him. This guy has been at a while, so we expected him to play well, and we thought he gave us a chance to win, well, There you go, a chance to win. Hey, in my mind, it was a fat chance with Mason Rudolph, and our only chance, as Koboli says, is with Ben Roethlisberger. So, hey, fingers crossed on the COVID with Big Ben. But, you know, it wasn't just Mason Rudolph that led to that Lions tie that feels like a loss. A much more heralded Steelers player, a top 10 drafted linebacker from Michigan in the form of Devin Bush, is all but embarrassing himself on the football field these days. Once again, we go back to Mark Caboli summing up how far Devin Bush has fallen for these Steelers. Quote, the Steelers continue to take Devin Bush out and put Robert Spillane in when they go into their dime defense. It might be time to strongly consider flipping that and giving Spillane more snaps than Bush. He just isn't cutting it. I figured he has not fully recovered from his ACL injury from last year, but it's been 13 months. Bush looks slower, his instincts aren't good, and his tackling is bad. Joe Sherbert isn't splashy, but he may be the Steelers' best tackler. He had 13 tackles and one tackle for a loss. Bush had eight, but allowed Jared Goff's longest pass of the game on the first play of overtime. Keith Butler has said that Spillane is better in coverage than Bush, so why isn't he in there more on the early downs? It's something the Steelers have to consider after yet another poor performance. From Devin Bush, unquote. Hey, the tape on some of those Bush supposed tackles and pass coverage was was terrible. There are big problems. Hey, and Pittsburgh has problems on both sides of the ball. They have a roster pinched by COVID and injuries. They have many questions that will multiply as the season gets tougher. But despite all this, the other thing the Steelers have is a chance. A chance against the Chargers, a chance to win the AFC North, and a chance to make some real noise in the AFC playoffs. It's all still right there for this team. And like so many seasons before, those Pittsburgh prospects will be largely up to one person, Ben Roethlisberger. He is still the best chance these Steelers have. Hey, and that is your Steelers update podcast for now. Let's uh, see what happens out in La La Land with the Chargers, and of course, we'll have all of the implications of what does transpire in next Wednesday's podcast, which comes out every Wednesday afternoon. Press or sign up for the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Check out my column Thursday morning on Pen Live, and of course, log on to Pen Live anytime for your real-time Steelers news.